This is the Polycom Power Selling Podcast. Nathan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. So begin by introducing yourself. Say who you are and what you do at Polycom. Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, my name is Nathan Schultz. Um, I've been with Polycom for about uh, 11 or 12 years. I'm currently the director of our uh, strategic accounts group for the Midwest and the Pacific Northwest. Um, I have a team that focuses on kind of the household name accounts um, in those two regions. Okay, very good. And today we're talking about negotiation. So let's start just by defining that term. I think, in, and on the one hand, it's pretty clear. I think people kind of know what negotiation means. But in a sales context, what does negotiation mean? And I think, you know, obviously, you know, negotiation is, a, you know, arranging a, a terms of a transaction. In a sales context, um, you know, we're mo- more focused here at Polycom and on my team is kind of reaching a negotiation to solve a joint problem and kind of create a, a better business outcome for both Polycom and our customer. Okay. And in the webinar you gave, you talk about one key to a successful negotiation being expanding the pie. In other words, not a zero-sum game where your gain is the customer's loss or vice versa. So why is this important? It's extremely important. So we're not getting into situations where we're focused on one specific feature or pricing strategy. Rather, we're looking holistically at what we can deliver to solve customer problems. And by expanding the pie, we may uncover opportunities um, to not only expand the the scope and the size of the, the transaction, the negotiation, but to kind of receive a better business outcome for both parties. Okay. And so what are some of the best strategies for expanding the pie and creating those win-win style scenarios? Yeah, I think the, the first thing that I chatted about was kind of finding trade-offs, right? How do we not necessarily go to free product or discounting or things that you know challenge potentially the margin of of your of your your situation? You know, the first one that I really thought was critical and something I hear a lot on my team is kind of looking at non-monetary differentiators. So what can you deliver that's not necessarily a discount structure or a commercial term, but may actually give you an advantage in a negotiation? Talked a little bit about lunch and learns, you know, the ability to kind of show some value of your account team, your engineering group. We have something called a customer council at Polycom where we allow our, our significant customers to come in um, biannually and give us feedback on our direction and roadmap. And then, you know, just the idea of references and, you know, using other, other opportunities that you may have worked to enhance negotiation. And so it, it sounds like an important part of negotiation is offering value along the stages of the negotiation. Right. And, and, and that value doesn't always have to be a, you know, a discount structure, you know, and mm-hmm. really that, that's, that's kind of what I'm focused on in that non-monetary differentiator space. Something that's not a discount structure, non-monetary, how do those things help negotiation? What kind of value do they add and why is that important? Well, often you can differentiate yourself from a competitor, right? A lot of the a lot of the competitors in the space may not have the type of team um, that you've got at Polycom, for example, to to go do a lunch and learn. 
Um, we employ folks like Microsoft architects and voice architects and systems engineers. So we can kind of deliver value that a competitor may not be able to play in the space, you know, especially if they've just got kind of a, a call center-based sales strategy. So you can uncover the value in your own team. Okay. So some of the tactics that you discussed in your webinar have kind of cool, colorful names like cherry picking or going, going, gone, temper tantrum, theater of the absurd. That's that's a good one. Talk about a few of these, like theater of the absurd. What is that? Yeah, I think this was something that, you know, transitioning into, you know, what are some of the things that we might see from a buyer? So if we took our sales hat off um, and kind of put that procurement hat on, you know, what, what can we expect to, to, to potentially hear at a negotiation table? You know, from a theater of the absurd standpoint, you know, this is a strategy we often see in enterprise deals where, you know, you, you have a procurement person giving you a situation that is just completely out of the realm of what you're able to negotiate for the opportunity, right? And really what they're, they're likely trying to do there is drive you to, you know, some middle ground or, you know, get you to the absolute bottom line margin construct that, that you want. So, you know, some of the, the, the ideas there were, you know, give them some examples of, you know, what they're asking for and why that might not be something that's mutually advantageous. Try to kind of reverse it a little bit and, and help the, the procurement person understand that, you know, why is this kind of a, a, a far out idea, right? Okay. And, and again, to be clear, so these are tactics that buyers use sometimes to try to leverage negotiation to their, in their favor. Right. And this is trying to help our teams understand some of these. I think there was 12 of them or so that, you know, that we actually, when I read these, there were several that I had had, you know, encountered within customer accounts, right? The, mm -hmm. the temper tantrum, right? When you're sitting at a, in a negotiation and, you know, a, a customer just gets furious, you know, and, and how do you handle that, right? What are some of those strategies to kind of deflect the situation, take a short break, right? Um, let's get back to the objectives and kind of pull some of the emotion out of it. We, we see that a lot in situations. You know, the idea of, you know, the, 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 the cherry picking, right? Um, that's another big one that we see is, you know, we talked about buying a thousand trios, but our our first order is going to be for five, but we want the same price. That, that, that's a strategy that we've seen from many customers when they're trying to kind of negotiate a, a price around volume, but not make the commitment to that, right? So it, 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 it helps our sales teams come in and understand some strategies to, to kind of get past some of these and still make it a mutually beneficial negotiation. Okay, that makes sense because if you need to be able to recognize these techniques in order to counter them. Absolutely. So in your experience, these techniques from the buyer's side, some of them seem obviously deliberate, like cherry picking, like they're sort of doing that in a very deliberate way. Something like a temper tantrum or maybe some of the others, in your experience, are those always sort of deliberate tactics that they're using to sort of test you or do they sometimes just kind of happen and you just have to deal with it as a seller? 
Yeah, I don't think it's always deliberate. That's a great point, Jeremy. I, I, I think each one of these are typically going to happen in some form within a negotiation, right? You know, the, the first one, going, going, gone, right? We're always, or I would say 90% of the time, we're in a competitive situation. And it's very common for our customers to let us know that, you know, they have other options, right? And so what are some of those strategies to differentiate yourself handle those competitive situations. So I think you're you're going to see these in some form or another. Some procurement officers are going to be, or you know, even some of the, the technical folks we work with are going to be more savvy in leveraging these and, and focusing on them. But you're going to run into these strategies, whether they're meant to be deployed or it's just a standard negotiation. What are some of the most common mistakes you see people make on the seller side, let's say, in doing negotiation? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think the most common mistake is to go to discounting, right? When you have some other opportunities that you could look to, to kind of broaden that pie and differentiate. You know, the, some of the things that I, I talked about is, as opposed to going to a, a, a discounting discussion right away or, you know, look at your alliance partners, right? Um, we have a great alliance with Microsoft. And if you're in a situation where you've got a customer that's familiar with Microsoft, that's leveraging Microsoft UC technology, big mistake not to align with your Microsoft partner and really kind of come into the account with a higher level of relevance when you have a large alliance partner like that that we can leverage. Maybe to piggyback off that a little bit, there's some resources that we often don't think about at Polycom, our executive briefing centers. I think we've got you know 10 or 15 of them globally. Here in North America, we've got three briefing centers. If you're not leveraging those centers to show the customer the power of what we can deliver in the collaboration space, it's a big miss. And so I assume the the reason that going to discounting too soon is a mistake or a problem is because it just may not be necessary. And so you're sort of leaving money on the table when you don't have to. Right. I mean, leverage your leverage your differentiators and the investments the company has made in those Microsoft alliances, in those briefing centers to show the the total value of the solution that we're delivering, as opposed to getting kind of caught into some of the common tactics. That, that may be deployed on the procurement side just to get a, you know, a lower cost. Okay. And do you find that that error occurs, meaning, again, going to discounting too soon because the seller is sort of caught off guard or maybe it isn't prepared to leverage the other, uh, the other things you were just talking about? In other words, why does, that, why does that mistake tend to happen? Certainly. I mean, one of the most important things in in our sales process is to really understand the buyer's interests and some of the alternatives that they have, right? So we need to fully understand, you know, what, what, why is our why is this customer looking at your solution? You know, how does it benefit them? So there's a there's an element of preparation to understand what your value proposition is, right? So yeah, absolutely. And if if you don't understand why it's important, whether you know Microsoft's important, understanding you know our workflow and seeing our vision and aligning to those to those objectives, you can get caught off guard a little bit and just focus on you know your product features and benefits and price versus you know, holistically what we can deliver to expand that pie. Okay. So like with most things, 
the more preparation you do, the more legwork you do before actually engaging in the negotiation, typically the better it's going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Make, make sure you understand the objectives of your customer. Make sure you're avoiding any silly errors that could reflect poorly on, on the organization or your technology or your service and solution set. You know, make sure that you've got the right resources at the negotiation table. Um, that's very important. One benefit we have at this organization is we have great access to our executive staff. We have great access to our development teams. Bring the right people to the negotiation table so that you that, so that you're prepared, um, and the customer sees how important this uh, this this strategy is to their business. How important uh, you know they are to our business. What about coaching? Is negotiation the kind of thing you can practice with a coach or? A manager, or is it the kind of thing where you just kind of have to learn by actually doing it with customers? Well, I think you can absolutely coach. Um, one thing that oftentimes we'll do before a, a significant meeting or bake off is we'll sit down and do some role playing. I, I, I can get on with with our sales teams, our engineering groups. What are some of the questions and some of the you know objections we expect to hear in the meeting, and then we can kind of jointly coach each other through responses. You know, how we may deal with some of those buyer negotiation tactics, right? What are we going to do if they're asking, you know, the theater of the absurd, right? Asking for our firstborn. So absolutely. I think role playing is one of those things that, uh, that isn't, sometimes it feels kind of, kind of cheesy, but it is definitely something that, that we can leverage before we get, uh, get in front of a customer. Okay. Very good. So we've covered a lot of ground. Let's boil it down. What do you want listeners to take away from this podcast? I think the number one most important thing is we have a very broad pie to deliver to a customer. There are things that we can offer that our competitors cannot. Um, we've got alliances. Um, we've got a broad scope of a product set that we can look at to deliver You know, maybe small concessions to win big deals. Uh, we have tools at our fingertips like executive briefing centers, a large channel network, and you know, even programs that, that help you align with procurement and get you into a situation where a competitor may not be able to compete with the size of the pie. Okay. Well, Nathan, how can people reach you if they want to talk more about this? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm, I'm in, our, in our Outlook exchange. Um, email's fine. Skype for Business is fine. It's uh, nathan.schultz at polycom.com, or just look me up in the Outlook directory. Okay, very good. Well, thanks so much for sharing your insights on the podcast. Yeah, you bet, Jeremy. I appreciate it. That does it for this episode of the Polycom Power Selling Podcast. Thanks for listening. 